to take control of what life has offered me. And when I put my mind and soul in perfect harmony, it feels like... Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the CMM Podcast. Today's date is Friday, March 1st, 2019. And before we get into today's episode, we kind of need to make a few announcements to our fans here. Now, if you haven't been paying attention to our Twitter and Instagram, you've kind of noticed that we've gone through a name change. A name change that we've been thinking for a very long time, and after an hour and a half meeting or so... On Sunday, I'm thinking really hard of that. We came up with absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. So after a couple of days, we kind of rattled around, and we decided to come up with the name Cavemen Media. And the reason for that is is that we want to bring the brand to life and give back to our viewers. Now, at the same time, when we decided in the Garage Cast, we had a few reasons why we didn't think that name would click, but one of the reasons why as... Connor pointed out here, we never really recorded in the garage. We never recorded once in the garage. Not once. So it was kind of pointless to name it the Garage Cast when we were kind of like lying. But hey, Garage Cast, it had a good run. It Two did. episodes, solid. Hey, that first episode, where it was just me and Jordan talking, yeah. had like 54 views, man. It's wild. 54. <laughs> 54. 54 views, man. I'm pretty sure we at least hit 70 when I jumped on board. But, uh, oh, yeah. you taking credit? That's about a little bit. About half Browns fans. Damn straight. Yeah. I will say this though: you guys are loyal to each other. Absolutely. Yeah. I do want to give a quick shout out to some Browns fans. Please don't. We, uh, I needed some help on Twitter. I needed some followers. I was new to the game. I tweeted yeah. out to Browns fans to help me out, and two people in particular came through. I want to give a quick shout out to at Slim Dog on Twitter and at Rai Rai in Toledo helping me out got over 170 followers within like 48 hours on top of what i had it was it was great if they weren't browns fans i'd probably be ecstatic about it well it is what it is man that's what we do browns fans stick together so if you haven't noticed by now we uh we upgraded our equipment we have some new microphones uh, a new recorder some some lights uh we decided to go with the audio technica um atr 2100s microphones and a zoom h6 so our sound quality is top tier now. Should be at least, you know. Trial and error. If it doesn't sound good, we'll get it good next week. Yeah. Um, hey, so you got to yeah. spend money to make money. Exactly. That's, That's the true. whole goal here. Yeah. So uh, a few things to take care of before we jump into it, Cody. Yeah, before we really get into the show, we got to talk about what our guy Trey is doing. He's doing something that a lot of people wish they could do. His brand, Vogger, has blown up. Vogger is a company that started right here in our hometown, West Carrollton, Ohio. The Let's Dub go C. They've got all your riding threads, sweatshirts, t-shirts, and more, and they're all pretty badass. <laughs> Check out Vogger on Twitter, Instagram, and their website, vulgarusa.com. That's Vogger, V-U-L-G-A-R-U-S-A on Instagram and vulgarusa.com. Be on the lookout for a lot of new stuff dropping from Vulgar March 6th. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait. Can't wait for Vulgar on March 6th, guys. Now going into this uh, this week's news, did you guys hear that uh, Johnny Manziel just got cut? He got dropped. Johnny Manziel still plays football? Yeah. Not <laughs> in our country. Up in Canada. Canada. Uh, Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah, today they dropped him. Breaking news like just a couple hours ago, actually. 
He got dropped. He played in eight games in the Canadian League. He had 1,290 yards, five touchdowns, seven picks. Um, I mean, that's – I don't know how you want to compare that to his NFL stats where he played 15 games and threw for 1,600 yards. But, you know, I don't know what's next for Johnny Menzel. I don't know. There's nothing Probably not football. My guess is prison. <laughs> I can't I mean, he's not that far off. There's a couple other leagues he could jump into that he hasn't uh, failed in yet. There's the AAF and the uh, XFL coming up in 2020. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think he can join the XFL because you can't have a criminal history. And I think he does have a criminal history. I think they'd make an exception if, that, I, if that's true. I, I, I want to know if that's true. But at the same time, I think he could. I, I think he's got a better chance to play in the XFL than he does the AAF. I think... I think, honestly, the quality of football in the AAF is uh, a little above what uh, Johnny Manziel can handle so? right now. I do. I don't know, man. The, the AAF, the quarterbacks are uh, lacking a little bit, but uh, I think he could come into a team and do something. I mean, he'd, he'd get some views. He'd get he'd put some butts in seats. I, I don't think the AAF would be against it at all. Oh, okay. hell no. Slip right up the seat of magnificent Manziel throw. Hey, we'll take him We'll take him on Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think uh, yeah, um, the old I'll Memphis Express is willing to do any kind of changes as they're sitting at 0-3. Oh, and 3. Oh, and but three. if I'm Vinny Mack and Manziel is free and I'm about to start my league, I sign him. Oh, I'd bring him about 100%. The rule. You just sign him. Teach him a couple wrestling moves. <laughs> if I had to guess, he, he goes XFL come 2020. I don't know how, but I'd love to see it either way. Next up in the news, we got the Ohio State rankings, and not even the top 10. Yeah, so the uh, ESPN PFI football rankings came out. Uh, I think it was about last week came out. And if you look at what they posted on Instagram, you don't see Ohio State because they only posted the top 10. Ohio State is not in the top 10 going into That is fake news. Bullshit. Fake news. How, how, how do you go from being talked about being in the playoffs last season and not being in the top 10? Because there's no respect for Ryan Day yet. That's probably why. It's it's the urban era has ended. Dwayne Haskins going to the league. Um, but I've put all trust in Ryan Day. I've put oh, yeah. all trust in Justin Fields. I think we're going to be just fine. They've got us ranked at 13th. 13th. They've got Penn State, A&M, and Oregon in front of us. No. Your top three is Clemson, Bama, Georgia. I have no yeah. issue with that. But at the same time, you're going to put Michigan at number five. I had an issue with Georgia after losing an embarrassing Sugar Bowl game to Texas. How do they even get in the top five? Does anybody recall what we did to Michigan in that game? Me and Jordan uh, got the witness at live. Yeah. Put up over 60 points. I, we crushed them. It wasn't even a game, dude. It wasn't even fun. But, hey, they're ranked number five. Hey. We're 13. Remember us walking do? there, though, and we're like, I don't know about today. And then we're like, we get there, like, why were we worried? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why? Well, five minutes into the first quarter. It was great. Great time. Great time. Buckeyes will get into it. But yeah, I don't. I don't worry. I don't look too into that thirteenth ranking. I don't. I'm not worried about that at no. all. Um, I think we're definitely a playoff contender, if not a national championship contender, going into the 2019. Just because season. we switched coaches, uh, coaches doesn't mean we're afraid of Michigan. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I said that word. That yeah. came up more. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Didn't mean it. Moving on in today's news, did you guys hear about that uh, Momo challenge? I did hear a little bit about it. It's kind of weird. Yeah, uh, weird. the uh, the wife was filling me in last night about it. Actually, we've got we've got two boys. We got a newborn, and then a uh, my my son Carter. He's twenty months now. He's definitely involved on the YouTube. He is obsessed with videos. Um, so as a fellow parent, I do want to encourage everybody to be involved with what your kids are doing on their phones, tablets, um, whether it's YouTube or anything else. 
definitely be involved with what they're looking at. I don't want to spend a bunch of time talking about this Momo Moo Moo guy. Me either. Um, scumbags like that don't deserve a bunch of attention. So they don't. I have a quick question for you. At what age do parents quit um, saying their kid's age and what? I think two. Two? Two. So you, you say two? And yeah. Two. I, I think once we get two, I got a two-year-old. <laughs> you like it. Right now, it's, I mean, one. if you say one, there's a big difference in a 12-month-old and a 20-month-old. There's a big difference in oh, what those yeah. two I always say one when they ask me how old my nephew is. I mean, I like one, one well, and a half. It's different when, when it's not your kid. But, yeah. but yeah, I say, I'd say probably say the cutoff is two. I mean, you got some parents, you ask them how old their kid is. Oh, he's he's fifty seven fifty seven months now. Yeah, forty eight months. Forty eight months. That's, like, like, that's four. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I'd say the, the the they should make a law. It's two. It's two. After make two, a law. <laughs> after age two, you're 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 two years old. To that's cut it. Off. There's there's yeah, no. Just reminded me of this no uh, tweet I saw. It said no one over the age of like twenty nine should be allowed on Twitter. No, the age of twenty nine. <laughs> twenty nine. I was like, man, there's a lot of people that are gonna miss out on Twitter. But yeah, that Momo challenge, I don't want to talk more about it, except it's creepy, unusual. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, you're wasting everyone's time. Especially young kids, man. They just try to watch their shows. See, I, the way I see it is, like, they're just going to click off of that video. If it's not Puppy Pals or, you know, yeah. some fire trucks or something, they're not going to worry yeah. too much about it. But if that uh, Momo challenge keeps coming up, you wonder if the kids should start watching? What's that? The AAF League, man. Hell yeah, they should. Like, never too young to learn, man. Never too young. Yeah. And we are officially moving on to week three past, right? Yeah, like we like we said last week, football still on your TV. Oh, yeah. Check uh, it out every weekend. We mentioned it briefly already, but uh, Memphis Express, that is my team and uh, I believe Jordan's team. Hell, yeah. Let's they go. They are repping, uh, we are, yeah, 0-3. Never mind. And then you got uh, the Apollos in Birmingham at 3-0. and Yep, that's my team right there, baby. Iron 3-0. and Rolling. 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 Rolling on. Man, how is Trent Richardson not balling in this league for being a number one pick? In oh, he's balling. He's just ball. not in the top five at all. I don't even think he's in the top ten for rushing yards. In rushing yards, I know. There's I've... eight teams. Like... I know. <laughs> like, that's terrible. <laughs> he, I mean, he's, he's he's getting in the end zone. He's got six touchdowns. He leads, he leads the league in touchdowns by far, no doubt about it. But he's he, he's not breaking off long time. He's that guy you just put in when they're on the one. He's he's a third down back for sure. He's, he's who he's, the uh, the Seahawks needed in that Super Bowl, right? For sure. Right. But uh, another guy that is balling out in the mm-hmm. AAF is my dude Terrell Watson. He plays for the San Diego Fleet. Whoop. He's got thirty carries, one hundred and thirty-two yards, averaging four point four yards a carry. He's killing it. Let's and, go. Uh, I do want to give a quick. Future mention, we might get Terrell Watson on the show for an interview, so be looking be out huge. for that. Uh, that'd be huge. Love to have you on. That has been this week on AAF, man. And no, 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 no. Hold on. I want to talk about one other thing. Oh, come on. Did you guys see what the uh, TV analyst, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, Rob Woodson, did you see what he said on the air? Did not. I don't know if they were live on TV, but it was, it was captured. It's out there. It's on the internet. They're talking, you know. He had Marvin Lewis there and a few other people I don't know. And he said, and I quote, nobody's watching. Nobody cares. No one's listening. About talking about the AAF. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's, yeah. that's his employer. Yeah. That's his, exactly. his job. He claims that uh, he just meant it in the way that the mindset for an analyst, that that should be your mindset, to not worry about who's watching or listening and just kind of, you know, be yourself and talk. But... 
as your job as an analyst, as a broadcaster, you should never say anything like that. Exactly. Whether you mean it for actual viewers or for the league of AAF, either way, I don't get why you'd say that. Unless you're Chris Collinsworth, then I really hope you say it and get canned from NBC, dude. Get canned. I hate that guy, dude. Now, here's a guy. Oh, my goodness. Let's not get Jordan fired up on this. Yeah, let's not, please. We probably need to wrap the sports talk up today. We'll, we'll move on to our next segment. Um, it's a little segment we want to uh, share with you guys. We're going to post on the Twitter and hope you guys comment back with your moments. But we want to talk about our favorite sport moment that we shared with our parents. Um, Jordan, you want to go first? Oh, man. I... I need an admit. Can you go? Oh, this is an easy one for me. <laughs> yeah, I need an admit. Back in uh, you know sixth grade when I was a baller, uh, it's actually where I first met Jordan, and um, we played in a a rec basketball league. We were the uh, Nuggets. Let's go. <laughs> and we ended up winning the championship that year. And uh, my dad, as long as as well as Cody, was the coach, led us to victory. We won it all. We won it all, man. I think we only lost like one game that whole season. And it was because like I'm pretty sure was out. I'm pretty yeah. sure I wasn't there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jordan uh, was there either. I um no, I, I think was I was there. A, you were? I was yeah. a sophomore in high school coaching with with dad. Still um, had the Bieber cut. Yep, yep. Had the long hair back in the day. Uh, but yeah, that was my first coaching gig that I ever got. Started me off. Hell, the first um, year. We won it all. It was a great season. I'll never forget walking into that gym and seeing your dad for the first time, and I just looked at him and I was like. Yeah, I'm not gonna mess around with this guy. This guy is scary. I'll, I'll <laughs> never forget the game. I'm sitting on the bench. Dad, dad's up coaching, and next thing you know, bad call. I can't remember what it was. Ref did something. Dad was pissed, and he just flops over on the ground, just, just lays on, <laughs> just lays on the gym floor. I'm like, Dad, get up, get up. Did he get ejected for that one? It, I mean, he got plenty of technicals. Oh, he! I want to know. I, w- I want to get a stat count on how many technicals he had that there, season. There were plenty. Yeah. Over, over under was probably five and a half. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Didn't matter. Still won it all. Man, at, at the <laughs> beginning of that, me and Jordan absolutely hated each other. Oh. Couldn't stand each other. We would fight at practice. Your dad was the referee. Get off! Okay, uh, we, well, we, the best part was I had my growth spurt before everyone else. I was yeah, Jordan was, like, kids. Jordan was a grown man. He oh, was yeah. shaving back in sixth grade. I'm going to take it back a little bit farther than that, than your sixth grade year. I'm going to take this back to 2002. I was eight years old. I was eight years old. The last time the Browns were in the playoffs. Kelly Holcomb was quarterback. Browns were up 24-14 to going into the fourth quarter. Ten-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Wild card. Let me guess. They blew it. They blew it. Sounds <laughs> oh, about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> they were outscored, <laughs> outscored in the fourth quarter, twenty-two to nine, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ended up mm. losing the game, thirty-six to thirty-three. And I'll never forget that last drive. Kelly Holcomb's attempting to lead the Browns down for a game-tying field goal. He completes a pass over the middle. The receiver, I, I don't know who it was at the time, dove for the sideline to get out of bounds, and it ended up being no time left. Um, eight years old. Dad, dad was uh, working third shift at the time. It was the 4 o'clock game, and I know I remember Dad had to leave as soon as the game was over. And I just remember that feeling, losing the game. And I'm like, Dad, no, it's not over. He got out of bounds. And Dad's like, no, bud. It's over. Game yeah. over. There's no time on the clock. <clears throat> gave me a hug, gave me a kiss, went to work. <laughs> and ever so since sad, that day, day, ever since that day, diehard Browns fan, um, oh. that's what started it off for me. Browns fan. 
since then. That's your moment? That's 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 my moment with dad. Started me off in the sports, all sports. I'll never forget the heartbreak and just like how sad dad looked the day I came home from school and I was like, you know what, dad? I think I, think I want to be a Bengals fan. <laughs> I remember that as well. <laughs> your dad was and probably crying. <laughs> for any of you out there that uh, believe Connor's a Bengals fan, I, I have believe. proof. I have oh. proof. Pictures that Connor was once a Browns fan. I was also uh, abused as a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we need to call the, the, sole, services. the sole reason I was I even became a Bengals fan. Glad I did. Right but I remember I was in second grade, and I had a a, a teacher. I had a teacher, um, and she was a diehard Bengals fan, and she was smoking hot. Miss Logan, that Miss Logan, smoking hot. Second grade me. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I want to be a Bengals fan. <laughs> Looks like a great time. Looks like a great time. We make the playoffs every now and then. It's okay. Lose them, That's right. when we put Connor up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, going back to second grade as well when I became a Bengals fan, like I remember going to school second grade, and we had like a spirit week, and it was like Jersey Day was the Friday. And this was just when I was getting into football. And my mom was taking me up with all of her friends. And there's one particular friend. Her name was Mel. And she kept coming up to me. And she was talking to me about being a Dallas Cowboys fan. Like, just die hard. And I was like, all right, Cowboys it is. So for Jersey Day, I talked my mom into going to uh, the mall and buying me a jersey. Well, after two and a half hours later, they really didn't have a Dallas Cowboys jersey for a second grade kid. So out of frustration, my mom just picks up. A Bengals jersey. Carson Palmer, of all people, throws it at me because here, wear it to him. It's also who uh, Cody's baby's named after is Carson Palmer. That is. That is, that is completely 100% 100% false. Ah. I thought I heard it was like... Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. False. <laughs> very, very, very false. Oh, yeah. anyway. Ever since that day, the next day I put it on, I went to school, and everybody was booing on me. I'm like, isn't this team like just right down the road? I was like, you know what? Everybody hates them, so I'll just be a Bengals fan. And to this day, I'm glad I made the choice. Well, besides the playoffs, but besides other than that, I love it. Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis. I love Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis. plenty of reasons okay. not to like the Bengals. What's good things I like right. the Browns? 0-16? Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. You worry about it. <laughs> I think it's time for a little buy or sell. You guys ready for that? Ooh, let's get, let's into, get into it. Number one. Question number one. Buy or sell? Le'Veon Bell will be an Indianapolis Colt in 2019. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the most logical sense. The Colts have the cap space. They have the best offensive line in the league. And if you've been paying attention all, like, since July, Le'Veon Bell has been creeping on the Indianapolis Colts Instagram page, sending, like, random emojis. He's been flirting, if you will. He's been flirting. He wants to be an Indy. Could you imagine that team? Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, Epic Ebron. I think I said his name right. Don't. Kill me on Twitter if I say it wrong. And then Le'Veon Bell in the backfield. Uh, who's New England at this point? That's a bold choice. Indy should make the move, and Le'Veon should go ahead and just sign that contract and make it a done deal. Former Colts receiver Reggie Wayne said, I'll Reggie pick him Wayne. up from the airport. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he That's did. That's hilarious. Connor, you buying sure. that? Yeah, I'm not buying it 100%, but I'll, I'll throw in some money on it. Who's your, who's your number two team? Yeah. No. <laughs> you got none. No idea. No. So you're buying it, basically. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I can think see him going to Miami because Miami has the room, but Miami has no talent there. In my opinion, it's down to the Colts and it's down I, to the Jets. I definitely Jets want to see him in Indianapolis. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd go to a game if he's in India, but I'd have to. To see Le'Veon Bell play in another jersey besides the Pittsburgh Steelers, I can finally appreciate his like how good he is. Next question. Joey Votto has been in the news here recently. He had a sit-down interview a couple days ago. He said the Cincinnati Reds have a legit shot to win the division. What do you think about that, Connor? I'm all in on that one. Of course I'm that? all in on that one. At least the division, I think more. More? More, 100%. I'll take the division for sure. I think the Reds have a potential to be a sneaky team coming in like late in the year. But as for the beginning, I see them struggling. I don't see them winning a division. I mean, you got to think of all the teams they have in the, their division. You got the Cardinals, Pirates, the Cubs, Milwaukee. Milwaukee just came off a really good year for young talent. But, Brewers but, are absolutely my number one concern in the division. Yeah, the Brewers but, are loaded. In we, have cool. we, we have cool. We've got we star cool. power. If you look at the Cincinnati Reds on paper – it's a damn good baseball team. The only thing that concerns me, and every Reds fan will agree with me on this, is the pitching. Yeah, they made adjustments, but it's not like the adjustments you made by going to get Puig and Kemp. This is just like, okay, let's get some better late veterans in here and see what they do. I mean, I could see the Reds getting into the playoffs. As for the division, I'm not really sold on it. I'll take a wild card. I just, I just want some competitive baseball. I mean, I don't want to be a month into the baseball season and we're three and twenty-one, or whatever it was that we started last year. Hey man, those were made for some uh, cheap tickets, though. So. Yeah, absolutely, cheap tickets. So I'll like, be there all, all day long, but I want to watch some winning baseball. <laughs> two dollars. Two dollars. Let's go. Two whopping. Next bucks. question. <laughs> we talk about LeBron. We talk about the Lakers. Lakers lost to the Grizzly in their last game, falling to twenty-nine and thirty-one. Whew. By far. LeBron's worst season at any at this point in the season since his rookie year with the Cavs. Should have stayed in Cleveland. <laughs> probably should he, he's, he's probably rethinking a little bit. But do you think LeBron and Lakers will be in the playoffs this year? I think they will be just because they have LeBron. He's been in the championship, what, the last eight years or something like that? Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, it's, it's LeBron and everybody else it feels like in L.A. right now. Um, or, or LeBron and Magic working together and just seeing who we're going to trade, who we're going to trade, who, who are we picking up. And here's the thing. I feel like LeBron just really doesn't care about this season. He's surrounded by young talent that has no experience. And he's probably sitting there thinking, if I just gave in one year and focused on Space Jam 2 and everything else I got going on, my team could get some good draft picks, maybe to get AD. In you never know, man. I think LeBron's like, this ain't my year. Let's tone it back a bit, but let's keep decent. And they're not going to go far in the playoffs. Like, the Warriors are stacked. James Harden is cooking down in Houston, and he got plenty of other teams in the West that can definitely take L.A. in a series playoff victory. As it sits right now, 29-31, and 31, three games out of the eight spot. They currently sit at the 10 spot. So three games out of just making the playoffs. Who's ahead of them? You've got Minnesota, you've got the Kings, and the Spurs are the three teams in front of the Lakers just to get to the playoffs. So It's it's doable, but Minnesota's there. So somebody's got to have to fall out of the top. There's I, I, no way Minnesota does not make the playoffs. I don't think they make it. I don't, I don't see them making the playoffs, and I, I think it's the first time in however many years that's been since LeBron made the playoffs. I think the streak 
is is ending. And they've got a lot of no for the Lakers. I think they've got a lot of work to do in the offseason if they want to contend for a championship. There's a lot of work to be done, but in the future, I do see the Lakers bringing home a couple championships with LeBron. Just not this year, folks, because Boogie and the Warriors are going to get it. Let's go, guys. You guys (laughs) think that uh, in the future, LeBron will be playing in the NBA with his son? I think it's definitely a possibility. I think it's a goal for him. Mm-hmm. I think I think he I think his son's 16, 15, 16 right now, so it's still a couple more years. I think I he's think, a senior. I think it's actually set up right no, I don't think he is. I think it's set up right now for him in his last year of the Lakers contract and going into after his four year deal is and that's when his son will be eligible. So yeah. I think it's I think it's set up for a return to Cleveland for mm-hmm. LeBron. With return his kid. to Cleveland for one more year. I don't think his son will play for the Cavs. That'd have to be a lot of magic to happen for him. I to think, land no, in no, Cleveland. I think, but I think they play in the league together. I think if point. he makes the league, him and LeBron will play together. LeBron's been on what? How many teams? Three or four? three right now. I yeah, think three. LeBron perfectly made this contract up just to see where his son goes. And as yeah. soon as his son gets drafted in the next couple of years, then he's gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna go there for my last year and play with my son. Then I'm. When you've done what LeBron's done, you can do that kind of stuff. He's broken all these records. He's won. He's won championships. Whether it's it's three championships or it's six championships, he he's got a lot a lot of awards under his belt and accomplishments to where he can do that kind of stuff. He can go play in L.A. for a losing team if that's what he wants to do. He's accomplished a lot, and he's to that point in his career where he's going to do what's best for him and his family. His kid said one time that uh, he didn't want to be in his dad's shadow. And having the name LeBron James Jr. is not a good start. <laughs> not a good start. <laughs> not a good start. <laughs> like, you're Bronny, dude. Come on. You, you're, you are known as Bronny, Bronny Jr., LeBron James Jr. Good <laughs> luck with that. Unless you're just going to, like, fall out every day, you're always going to be you known as Bronny Jr. And thank you for that. He's awesome, there. dude. He is, man. We watched some highlight videos of him playing in a, playing in whatever league he plays in, high school, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's sweet. I just Absolutely. remember the one kid in the video that was just like mad, like every time he got beat by him, he was trying so hard to beat Bronny, and Bronny was just like. Pew, pew, pew. And then LeBron is just like casually standing in the back. LeBron's <laughs> like, "Let's go, Bronny!" <laughs> Last question I got for you guys: We're gonna talk a little college hoops. Let's go. Um, Zion, I'm sure you guys saw the video of him absolutely just blowing Blow up his shoe. Yeah. What, um, what's that shoe brand again? That was Nike. Good job there. Adidas Nike. Adidas coming soon. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you've seen their last two games. They are they lost actually last night. Um, he's on the bench. Zion. He's on the bench. Do you guys think he's gonna play another game? <clears throat> I think so. I think so. I'll buy that. I think that uh, he's gonna come back and play either at the start of the tournament or maybe a game or two into the tournament, and then I think they're gonna go on and win the tournament. You see, the smart decision for Zion is to go ahead, sit the bench, ride it out, go to the draft, get paid, and ball. The but Zion, I can see it in his eyes. He's got this thing called pride. And he literally just screams with pride every time he plays. So look for him to come back. Look for Duke to contend. But I just really don't see Zion putting in that much effort from here on out. I don't want him to be that guy. He just holds out for money. Not, not the Nick Bosa? Yeah, <laughs> but if I'm in their position, uh, yeah, I'm holding out for the money. If, if oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's the position? Here's the thing, out. though. I th- I think Zion plays. I think he comes back. I think he plays in the tournament, and I think Duke makes it to the final four. I don't know if they win it all, but I think they make it to the final four. 
and I think he definitely comes back and plays. If he doesn't, I think I think they're in deep trouble. Um, but I, I I agree with Jordan with the pride thing. I think he's he's got the pride. He he likes being at Duke. He loves Coach K. I think he plays again for Duke and uh, they make a run in, in the tournament. But at the same time, he's got a little insurance policy. If he gets drafted after fifteenth, so if he's not a lottery pick, he gets eight million dollars. No matter what, eight million dollars. If that happens, I will give you eight million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zion's going number one. Heard or not, he's going number one. But he, he's got that in his back pocket. Isn't there like three Duke players that are projected to go top four or five? Top, top four or five. You've got Zion, uh, JT, and then you've got uh, Cam Reddish. That's it. The I star power at Duke right now is ridiculous. It's ridiculous for that small gymnasium that they have. Yeah. Like, Zion, Zion's just crazy. Yeah. I, I I think they make a run with, with Zion once he comes back. But if I am Zion, sit for the ring, dude. Come on. Is it really worth it? Get a new pair of sneakers. Yeah, get a new pair of sneakers. We'll see you in October for NBA opening night. Come on, man. Yeah, so we talked about it a little bit last week, uh, my brother used to live out in Vegas. Um, we want to talk about some stories, some good times you had out there. Let's do it. What's your number one memory out in oh, Las Vegas, man. Nevada? Lived the uh, the military life out in Vegas. We lived on base for a little bit, then we, we moved off base. Um, biggest memory. One time, I, I remember I was working a uh, at the at the Big Five Sporting Goods, West Coast, Big if you guys five. ever heard of Big Five. <laughs> um, I worked a chuck shift. I got off at about uh, four... No, I went in at four, got off around noon, and a buddy of mine sent me a text. He's like, hey, man, Colin Coward, he's he's uh, recording a show down on the strip at a it's bar. your favorite guy? At, at the time, I was I was a big Colin Coward fan um, as a Browns fan, and that's that's kind of changed yeah, here, here in the last I couple of years. Um, but at the time, I was a big, big Colin Coward fan. Had his book, read his book, listened to him every day. Um, so got off work, rushed home, got my book, rushed down, met him. Uh, got my picture with him, which I posted on Twitter earlier this week. Um, got him, got him to sign my book, and quick conversation with him. He, he seemed like a nice guy at the time, um, but uh, now that he's a big old Browns hater and Baker Mayfield hater, my my feelings have changed, unfortunately. Did you ever get that uh, edit I sent you with the Colin Coward picture you had? Oh yeah, yeah, I got that. Baker Mayfield, he replied, LOL. He replied to me. He said, "Ha ha." <laughs> did, did find that funny? I found it hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, I mean Vegas, it's it's a different world. There, I mean it's it's got the real world. I had to go to work every day. I had to, had to pay the bills, all that good stuff. But the fact that my house was within five minutes of three different casinos, it's crazy. I, I spent I spent my fair share. <laughs> Did you win from this fair share? I I won some and lost a lot. You yeah. won some, you lose some. You know how it is. I mean, coming from as my grandpa Vegas always is. says, those those casinos are not built off you winning. No, they're not. They're but for uh, taking. At the same time, it's it's a hell of a time living in Vegas. The Strip, Fremont Street. For anyone that's been on Fremont Street, you know what I'm talking about. There are some crazy mother truckers out there. <laughs> crazy. You want to go yeah. people watch, go to Fremont Street. Go anywhere in Vegas and you'll have a good time. I'll definitely have to do that when I go this summer. Yeah, it's Fremont's another world, man. It's, 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 it's honestly, it's a great city. Whether you go there for vacation, whether you live there... Either way, it's a great city to live in. I can't wait to go check it out when I go. You got any like suggestions that I should go check out while I'm there? 
Uh, well, my favorite casino down on the strips definitely the Flamingo. You're right in the middle of the strip. You're right in the middle of all the action. You got the link right there. Restaurants, bars, everything's right there. Right across the street from Caesar's Palace. Go there. Check out the mall. All kinds of good stuff. But uh, if you're hanging out with me, we won't be leaving the blackjack table. <laughs> <laughs> I like that spirit, man. I can't wait to get out there. But uh, Connie, you've already been out there. I to share times. a story of a time when he came out and stayed with his big bro. Oh, yeah, well. The truth comes out now. I was, what, 16 at the time. Were you me. really only 16? I was 16. Gee, How do you feel one. now? <laughs> uh, we, we come out, uh, me and my buddy Chad. First time going to the West Coast. Um, well, actually, no. Excuse me, excuse me. We helped move you out there. Um, yeah, yeah. Our stepmom, yeah. So we had that, and then later down the down the line, uh, me and my buddy Chad came out. And uh, we were there for, I think, a week during summer break. Um, yeah, it was cool. You guys were on base still. We were hanging out and all that. Um, and then one night, you, we got back from the strip or wherever, and you cracked open an ice-cold Bud Light. Taylor got a ice-cold strawberita. And me and Chad were like, you know what? Why don't we drink for the first time? <laughs> so we didn't like beer back then, so we didn't drink any Bud Light. That's dramatically changed. Uh, Cody, Cody <laughs> takes his, his beer and heads across the street. We don't see him for a good while. And uh, me and uh, Taylor and Chad are sitting there, and we're, you know, drinking. And me and Chad are just sitting down. We're pounding these strawberries. Disgusting. They're just pounding. <laughs> and uh, after a, an hour or so, like, man, we don't feel nothing at all. And Taylor's like, well, stand up, walk around a little bit. So, you know, I get out of the chair and smack the ground. <laughs> Just straight smack the ground. I'm hanging out with the neighbors, drinking a couple of beers, and I, and I come back and Connor's just passed out laying on the floor. I had, I was literally had on the ground with my arms up and my shirt over my head. Just gone. To, and I'm, I'm like, how long was I gone? What did I miss here? Yeah, 45 minutes. <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes of just pounding these drinks and back there. Next thing I know, the wife got my little brother absolutely hammered. Absolutely hammered. I crawl. I remember crawling to the bathroom, hanging out there. Cody opens the door, looks at me, goes, "Yeah, it happens." <laughs> Shuts the door. <laughs> and then uh, somehow I make it upstairs, and I'll never forget this. Chad, the next morning, I am just like, I done it out, man. I laid in bed till like four o'clock in the afternoon. I remember Chad just popping out of bed at like eight o'clock in the morning. He's like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He's like, "No, I'm gonna go downstairs and get some breakfast." Chad, you throw him down. I was like, "All right, man." <laughs> I'll see you like tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> but yeah, that was great though because when you guys came back, you guys came over to my house and you told me what you did, and we decided that it was a perfect time for me to get drunk for the first time. But he wasn't like feeling good then. He was like, "No, I can't do that again. I almost died at Cody's." Yeah, I was still recovering. I was like, "Ah, oh, man, okay, whatever." So me and Chad go out to my garage, and little probably my mom doesn't even notice to this day. She had this big old crown royal bottle and me and chad just looked at him like we can steal a couple shots out of that she won't notice so we poured it in there real quick and we did a couple of shots and i looked at chad and i was like i'm not drunk yet he's like you'll feel it give it a minute so we, we go back inside and uh the way that my house is shaped at the time like if you walk from the kitchen into my dining room and you turn left there's a perfectly like long kind of hallway there that leads directly into my living room and it perfectly aligns with this couch i have like where you can lay out and I think Connor, of all people, was just standing in the middle. And for some reason in my head, I was like, 
this dude about to get the I ground right now. Spear this guy. <laughs> so I'm like, he's going down. So I get ready and I take off charging and I grab him and I just hug him and I just fall down laughing. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that one. No, well, no, I don't remember that one. You weren't drunk. Anyway, back <laughs> in Vegas, I uh, this was the the same week, weekend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we were out there for the fourth, and I remember we drove up and kind of went up on this mountain. And it overlooks like all of Las Vegas. Mm. You know, there was like some suburbs. You could see the strip and everything. It's just a flat valley, yeah, completely flat. And we were watching fireworks. And we weren't watching like you know you go and watch one specific like set of fireworks. Yeah, you go to the West no. Carrollton show, the right. Dayton show, Centerville. So we're up there and we see literally every single firework that's going on. Vegas is a Las different Vegas. city. If you go up it to the mountains awesome. on the outskirts, you can see the whole city from north to strip to south. Everywhere and everybody's letting off fireworks. It was awesome <laughs> on their street, at their house, in their backyard, at the park. It's nuts. It's it's a sight to see for sure. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to go back out there for a fourth. Yeah. yeah, I'm marking that on my list right now. All the hotels are blowing up fireworks off the roof. It's crazy. I'm gonna have to find a hotel soon. Is that a one casino hotel? Flamingo, yeah. Definitely. Every casino is a hotel. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a dumb question. question. You, can't, you can't go to the gas station without seeing a slot machine. Gas stations yeah. have slot machines in them. Could you imagine hitting big just like while you're pumping gas and you just hit like 25 grand into the gas? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as soon as you land in the airport, slot machines. Yeah. Literally, as soon as you walk out, it's like a, a glass like container almost. You yeah. walk in and there's like four or five slot machines. Yep. There's never any place where you just cannot throw away your money there, huh? No, you throw away your money anywhere and everywhere you go in Vegas. It's a good time, though. It's a great time. I can't wait to be there. What else we got? Right now, I got nothing. So, I uh, I decided to go back to the iPhone after after five months of being team Android. I decided to switch back. You know, there's really only one reason, really? and that's iMessage. Really? I could I could not stand how the texting works on um, on Android, and like the group chats, it was all just kind of yeah. Honestly, I almost just want to like just tweet something bad about you or something because you did that switch and we had to give up our group chat. Yeah, we're back though. We we're are back. back. Better than ever, folks. I love that phone, but. I just could not take the texting and Snapchat is not optimized for um, Android at all, it so really it looks is. like it was taken on like a pizza pizza or some shit. I had an Android for like a month and a half, and I was like, I can't do this. It's Snapchat rough, sucks. man. It is rough. So I went back to I went to AT and T and bought out my contracts, and I was like, all right, give me the newest iPhone. What iPhone did you get? Uh, XS Max. Yep. And then they're probably about to drop another one in September, and then and I, can get the, have I can get the new one in February. So, but I, I had the uh, my girlfriend got me the the Galaxy Watch, and I love that watch. And there's an app on iPhone where you can use that watch, but for some reason it is not working. So I'm a, I'm gonna give that one to my dad, and then I'm probably gonna go this weekend and buy an Apple Watch. Yeah, you sold your Apple Watch a couple months ago, didn't you? No, I sold my Apple Watch like three years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, me. I remember me and my brother went and bought our uh, Apple watches in Las Vegas when I was out there. I do gotta ask you this: Did you get the AirPods? I did get the AirPods. Why did you get the I AirPods? wish I wish I could, you know, flexible. My girlfriend bought them for me. 
I didn't pay for them. But, you know. I, I would have told her, don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. She bought them, and then, you know, she, like, unboxed them. She goes, no, nah, I'm probably going to have to go buy myself some. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, man, I wore them today, and I was just like, not having the damn cord is amazing, dude. You feel so free. Yeah, we're talking AirPods. I love them, man. They're amazing. Had them for, like, two months now. I think I got them, actually, for Christmas, and they're the shit. Yeah. Real deal. It makes a little sound when you put it in your ear. Yeah, let you know you're connected. Yeah. They're great. It's a top tier quality. Hey, uh, guys, 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 guys. No free ads on the show. How many times I got to tell you this? Instead, <laughs> right now, we're going to go ahead and give an ad out to our good friend, Trevi Levon. Leon. Trevi Leon. Intro music for the Caveman Media Podcast called In Harmony. Yeah, you heard him when we opened up the show. Um, that's In Harmony. In Harmony by Trevi. He's the man. Trevi Leon music at Trevi Leon on Instagram and Twitter. Um, He's got new stuff dropping. I think he said March first. He's yep, got this Friday, dropping. two days from now. Ooh. I like it. He's, he's got, got a, good stuff. A babe. voice of an angel. Today. Sure. Yeah. Drop today. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Go ahead and check out. It's out now. Album. Go ahead and check it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, he's a great singer. Great guy. Uh, we're fellow, gonna... fellow Browns fan. Oh, is he? Throw that in there. He oh, is. No. I did fellow not, Browns I did not fan. know yeah. that. Do you, don't don't follow him. Don't do it. Yeah, definitely definitely want to give some love to Trevi. He's got good stuff. Check him out on Spotify. Um, that's at Trevi Leon, Trevi Leon Music. Good stuff. Yep, we're going to end the show on a song from Trevi. It's called uh, Pretty Little Gypsy. Uh, Enjoy. We appreciate everybody listening today. Thank you so much for listening to us. We hope you have a most beautiful weekend. I've seen you walking all along, talking to yourself. And I've seen you talking on the phone. Crying out for help I've seen the bruises on your arm You're lying because you're scared And I know that you don't have a home Your home is far from here You've always been there on your own You've always loved to be alone So take what you need and move along and pretty little gypsy, you're on fire. I'm sorry that you missed me. I could have taken you higher. And pretty little gypsy, don't lie to me. Now when your heart is always with me. But your mind is free now. Tattoos all over your back. Nobody knows what they mean it. Love pretty colors, but you dress it all black. You never really want to be seen it. Go to bed in the morning, you wake up in the afternoon. Never love nobody else, cause nobody's as good as you. And pretty little gypsy, you're on fire. I'm sorry that you missed me. I could have taken you higher. And pretty little gypsy, don't lie to me now when your heart is always with me. But your mind is free now. You leave stains, forget about my needs, babe. In each place, there's a new one to betray. In three days, I fell in love in three ways. And these days, I'm begging on my knees, babe. Keep backing up until you're gone. You only love me when I'm not.